All right, and here we are. Welcome to uh, the Going Places podcast. Camden Clark here. Daniel Price. And today is a pretty big episode, episode 40. That's a milestone for us. And uh, we also do have a couple announcements we do want to get out of the way first. Uh, we do have a launch this morning, really. We have uh, Going Places YouTube, and that's going to be available probably next week, but we're going to start uploading. We're going to start uh, editing and uh, uploading some uh, interesting clips from an episode, like a big chunk. That's going to be available on YouTube. Uh, also, uh, for the first time, I know we've been talking about this the past few weeks, uh, we have Going Places March now. We have the Going Places t-shirts. Uh, they're available uh, DM the Instagram page, and uh, we'll get one to you. They're $18. But, yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's got the logo on the front, white t-shirt, uh, sponsors on the back. And you can look at them now on our Instagram page. Uh, they were des- the logo, which you know we've had about a month or so now, it was designed by our, uh, designed by our good friend Jay Caleb with Jay Caleb Designs. And uh, he's going to be hanging out with us today. Uh, we'll be talking we, we, a little bit about that, but uh, we're just going to have a conversation and uh, see where it goes. So Jay Caleb, thank you for being with us today. Well, thanks for having me. Glad to, glad to be on the podcast again. Yeah. Glad yeah. to see you guys. I didn't expect to see you so quickly, so I mean, it's cool to, be, cool to be back on. Yeah. I appreciate you inviting me. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. Great job with the t-shirts, by the way. Hey, no problem. That was awesome. That turned out really well. That's yeah, the t-shirts look really true. nice. Yeah, I was, I'm, 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 I'm glad they printed well and, and it all worked out, you know, as far as it goes. It looks good. So, the logo was fun to make. Um, I bet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It was pretty easy. I mean, I mean, I mean, it wasn't like I give you eight orders to do anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, logos are fun. I don't do them. That's actually what got me started into, that's actually what led to me to being a book cover designer, believe it or not. Um, I started doing logos on the side uh, and entering contests, and then it, and then it bled into the book cover thing just by random happenstance. But logos are what got me interested in um, the graphic design in the first place. And actually, now I don't do a lot of logos because I don't like doing most of the logos that, that get tossed my way. Um, usually, I, these are just either too complicated or uh, you know my style is, is very minimalistic when it comes to logos. It's very you know I like the plain not not plain but I like the simple. Yeah. clean looks you know even my logo for my my yeah. business you know it's just a simple uh minimalistic line art you know i've just always been attracted to that so anyways i don't do them a lot anymore um, um but i have had a chance to, to do a couple here lately i did yours uh, i did sweet peaches yeah. and gaffney i did stop a shine yeah. um i did mills on wheels their new logo um, really yeah 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 i did theirs uh, probably a few months back uh, they started rolling it out slowly um but it's you know the mills on wheels for gaffney the logo is a basket with food in it it's that same concept, except it's cleaned up and it's more minimal. It's more, you know, just more bolder, uh, more simpler, simpler color palette and that kind of stuff uh, overall. Like, and that's great. Because, like, the thing with, like, our logo, like, what we had before, the orange, it was really just an orange background to go in places podcast on it. But we wanted something that was, like, marketable. Like, yeah. this is very marketable. And, like, yeah. if, even if you take that part out and just have this, like, yes. imagine that on a hat. Yep. Like, that's, you want something that's, that's like, designed. Like you said, you don't want something so busy if you know what i mean like mm-hmm. too much going on but you want something that looks cool yep. you know like yeah. a, you want to be memorable and simple yes. as far as it goes you know, like, you know again back to the the my my logo i mean it's just a, it's a, it's, a, it's simple it's plain and then you know when it comes down to marketing you know you just keep putting that same image out there and people just start associating that image with your your brand and what you're you know what you're about your podcast you know think about coca-cola or nike or whatever yeah. You, you know, know Nike by the check. Just, or the, that's the Nike check, exactly. Fantastic example of very minimal, very plain, but when you see it, the world over knows who that represents. Yeah. As and far so, as it something goes. Something that I, I love about the logo, and this is 
to me, it's kind of funny. We, me and Kim kind of have this kind of inside joke, and I guess for people listening and with everybody on the podcast, that Going Places is a travel channel. We get mistakes. We get that a lot. And the logo kind of helps us with that because you got the road and... Mm, yeah. So it kind of... And I don't know how to describe it, but the the outer of the logo kind of around here. Yeah, that the one. The store is great, too. I love the store. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a compass, if that makes any exactly. sense. Exactly. Yeah. Well, when I started to design the logo, that's what I wanted to hit on... In fact, you know, it is going places, but it's more metaphorical going yes. places versus exactly. actual travel places. Um, so, you know, uh, and then that's why, that's why I kind of led into the compass thing because, I mean, you know, you're going places, you're going somewhere, whether you're going, you know, so it's, it's, it's a kind of an open-ended, uh, open-ended concept as far as it goes in terms of where you're going, whether it be physical or, or just in life or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was trying to hit on with that, with that cover. And I put the mountains on it because people associate that whole thing. I'm going somewhere, you know. You think about you think about oh, somewhere nice, somewhere you know, something. And even 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 when it's something that you're doing, you know, spiritually or emotionally or mentally or whatever journey you're on, you know, you want to land somewhere that you want to be, you know, whether you know. So uh, I try to think of something, you know, how like to a destination, how, a, star a destination, the bird. yeah, that's the star. The bird. Yep. And yep. The font. The font looks yep. nice. I love it. Yeah. Yep. So I was I was trying to you know sync it all up where it looks uh, cohesive. I like the um, colors so. came too. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, it looks it goes well with like jeans and like it hundred percent does. Jackets yeah. have the inside glue on. Yeah, them. and it will look good. And like you said, if you put on a hat, it oh will God, look pretty yeah. sharp. Well, yeah. that's what we've actually been talking about a lot. Is doing hats, doing, doing hats, cups. cups, that kind of stuff. Yeah, couple tumblers, you know. Yeah. But eventually, I have to think about it like shorts. Put it on <laughs> I some hear shorts you. or something. I don't know. Like, and what we were actually talking about polos, like golf shorts. And, you know, another thing would be, so people are walking around with a hat, a t-shirt, polo, cups that say going places with Cam and Daniel. Yeah. But what if, and this is kind of our movement, I guess, what if we made a brand that's just the going places or going places, like going places podcast, just going places and kind of like a youth brand that the metaphorical going places. Yeah. And you have T-shirts, yeah, everything, that kind of stuff. Do things, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, just somebody walking around with going places with Cam and Daniel, you know, walking around with something you stand for, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's that, you know that's what you want. That's that's assuming. I'm, I'm, I know that's what y'all want your brand to embody is the fact that you know. Percent. Well, and the and the going places, you know that that those two words, very simple, very direct. And it hits on the whole, you know, that kid's going places or that, you know, they're going places. That whole thing of they're succeeding, they're they're growing, they're achieving, you know, it, it plays off of a lot of things that you can lean into, you know, with your with your brand, you know. And the more you push it out there, the more it just becomes, you know, synonymous with what you're doing, you know, yeah. as far as it goes. It takes time to build that because it, it boils down to just, you know, repetition of, you know, keep continuing to produce content that, that aligns with, you know, what you're uh, – going with uh with going place what you're doing with your with your vision for your for your yeah. podcast and your and your brand in general but I, yeah. I love it though just like like we talked about last time was building that brand like that book you gave me it was wonderful okay you but, read story brand yeah. okay story brand yeah man but i mean it, it's like things like i'll think about today mm-hmm. when i'm doing it but uh yeah because that's what we want and it's like uh whether it be like a podcast whether we venture into you know we're doing podcasts and you know something else like let's just say hypothetically like if we started doing youtube we started like doing like speaking things or whatever that may be. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. But to long story short, if you would like a t-shirt and uh, we expect them to like sell out 
pretty soon just because we already do have a lot of orders, but we will restock in a few months. But uh, if you are interested, DM uh, the Going Places Instagram page and uh, we'll get one to you. But, yeah, so how have you been? Been doing good. Working. Yeah, working how's all, that going? Working all the time. Uh, it's been going good. Uh, I'm, I'm behind right now, just uh, by, I don't know, like four or five days, which is like killer. Because if, if I'm not the one doing the work, the work doesn't get yeah. done. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's, it, that, that's been uh, a struggle to an extent, you know, just being behind. Because, I mean, you just end up, my, I try to pack my schedule where I don't have many, many gaps in, in anything. And so when I, if I do have a hiccup along the way, whether it be schedule-wise or, or whatever, you know, um, it gets me, it can throw me off, you know, and then there I am trying to dig myself out of a hole, which that happens, and I'm not, I'm not panicked about it. It'll, I'll, I'll, I'll get back out of it eventually. Um, but being behind is, is never fun. But it's been, I've been busy, I've been working, man. Business has been good. Um, I really got no complaints other than, you know, me being behind. Yeah. Um, then doing that, um, coaching my girls' softball team, which is one of the reasons why I am behind, because that ends up being, <laughs> when you're so. coaching, like it takes up a lot of time, you know. Um, so, whereas, like, my first year the girls played softball, um, I didn't do anything. And so, like, Brooke would take them to, to, um, uh, to their practices. I never missed their games, but Brooke would take them to practice and that kind of stuff. I'd have to go to that sometimes. I would just, I would just work. Yeah. Um, now, though, you know, I got to be there every time, you know. And so, I probably lose, like, in a given week, probably, like, a whole day's worth of work. You know, uh, from you know being there because I try to get there before everybody gets to the field on game day. I'm there on the field before everybody gets there on on practice days. I want to be, I, you know, I want to be. I want the people to see that as a coach, I'm there first. I'm waiting. Let's get, you know, let's get going. You know, I wanna, you know, I'm committed to this because I've said I'll, you know, I'll do it. You know, and I want everybody to, to kind of get, you know, understand that I'm going to be there. Um, and so, you know, like I said, it takes up a lot of time, which is which is fine. I didn't schedule for that, so you know, I could if I'd have been thinking ahead, many, 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 many months ahead, I could have knocked off a cover or two which would you know kind of balance the scales back in my favor but i didn't do that let's just go with it and let's yeah. get let's just pile on the work pile on everything let's get it done you know let's get after it, you know so tonight when we get done with the ball game tonight i'll end up doing a, a third shift for a few hours to try, <laughs> try and get some of the time lost back yeah. i i would hate to grow and nothing against people working nine to five i would hate to grow up and just have one scheduled work shift nine to five every day come home Honey, I'm home, eat dinner, go to sleep, wake up, go work, and they never have fun. I think if I did work a nine-to-five, it wouldn't be a nine-to-five. It would be, I'm scheduling for first shift, next day, third shift, second, just go back and forth. Well, that isn't really a nine-to-five now, is it? That's, exactly. <laughs> so, just having fun. Well, it can get, you know, that, that type of routine for anybody can get monotonous. Even me, you know, with the fact that uh, I'm at home. You know, my schedule does get a bit, you know, there's a, there's a routine involved where I work from 8 to, you know, whatever. Uh, but uh, but I totally understand. And, and, you know, if, if, if people talk about 9 to 5, you get into that kind of the monotonous job type deal. It's going to be some sort of, you know, doing something that you're just there to put in the hours to get paid so you can get. You're living to, you're working to live kind of thing, you know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So. kind of break it. I, I don't want to break even. I want to, you know, if anything, I want to be ahead of the game. But I also want there to, it, and it sounds about it, but I want there to be moments where I'm behind, where I got bills that I need to be paid, which hopefully I don't, so my credit score is still up. <laughs> right. Know. 
But like well, as long as you're not putting it on a credit card, your credit card, your credit exactly. score should We're stay gonna be fine. Uh, right. right. Or you're not getting behind on your payments, your late. credit score should be fine. I feel like J.K. as an adult just cringed a little bit when yeah. you said that. You definitely like, don't oh, want to be behind on your payments. I don't want to be behind on payments. No, but there's sometimes... It happens. I don't want to be chasing, I want to be chasing success, but there's also... Right. I, don't, I never want to be satisfied sitting there with a buttload of money and just kind of... Like like be, I don't want to be satisfied just, with a buttload of money. I want to... I want to have two boatloads of money. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I, I don't want to just sit there, you know, gain 90 pounds and sit there with a bunch of money sitting at my right. office desk. Fat with oh. money. Who wants, you know, that? Who wants that scenario? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. So I just kind of like, that devil goes my long. whole life, I want to be a nonstop adventure. Right on. So that's, well, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah, going places, travel town, going. I mean, you know, it's, well, the whole, I think that you're, you know, the whole thing is you want to always be. You don't want to have just this this rut of life of uh, you know a nine to well, again nine to five whatever your shift is and you come home and you're at home and you know you eat supper watch TV go to bed rinse and repeat all day long yes. you know, that that gets very boring and that's not a real that's not a that's not going to be a way to a successful life not just in terms of, of of money I mean you could do that you could do the nine to five thing and and, and be and, and you're getting promoted to a company and end up making good money but you just end up doing this you know still the same rinse and repeat type lifestyle and that, and that on one side can be a spirit killer because you just do the same thing take the summer vacation with the kids and and to the beach and then you know we're back at it again when I come back you know that's that can and, and that's, and that's, and that's and that's that's I see y'all. too many people turn out like that yeah it's real easy to get into that and it, it's so easy to get into that but. You can't. You don't have anything to reminisce of of your teenage years or your college years of. Well, you think spending life in, having as much fun as you can. What have I done for the past decade? Yeah. You know, like you, you know, and, and you got a handful of trips, and then you've worked. You know, so it's yeah. kind of you know it say, can be kind of boring. Say I grow up and I live. Excuse my French. That boring lifestyle, right? Excuse your so, French. I hate yeah, it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be mean, but if I live that kind of boring lifestyle when I get older, I'll just. You know, sitting there in my cubicle thinking about it. One day, I'll just think, "Oh, had a podcast with Camden," and I'll just think about my teenagers and how fun it was. Yeah. Then you get mad. You got a vein popping out the side of your head. So, yeah. And I'm on. I'm on the phone with somebody about selling, you know, cars or something. Right. And I hang up the phone and just, you know. Right. Well, I mean, to an extent, you know, you're you're gonna have to make money somehow. So I mean, exactly. it, may, it may be a nine to five job, you know. And well, like my. You know, I worked at Print Depot for ten years, and and uh, there was monotony in that, in the sense of it was eight to five. Um, it's the same thing, wash and repeat every day as far as business cards, envelopes, you know, whatever uh, would come in. Now, there was the creative side of it. I got to do, you know, business. I got to make logos for people or make yeah. branding for people. So that part was fun. But in other parts of it, it was there was times where, like, I'd have 200 books. I got to bind, cut down and bind. And I'm sitting there with the, with, with the puncher, like the, you know, the spiral punch, the spiral punch. Yeah. I'm sitting there punching pages and then spiraling books. So, I mean, there was monotony in there. You know, and I think, you know, that that, that that position led to, you know, where I'm at now. So, I mean, you know, I think as, all, I think as long as you're in those spots and you're always looking for, not necessarily what's next, but like what, what intrigues you. Even if it won't lead to, even if it won't lead to another job or another, you know, vocation, um, you know, if you work, you know, uh, doing something at, you know, uh, one of the a factory or whatever. But outside of that, you love, you love uh, hunting or you love woodworking or you love... You know, some hobby that you can, you know, invent, that gets you excited and gets you alive. You know, it can lead to a lot of things just getting involved in something else versus just going to work, coming home, sitting down, Netflixing it till bedtime and then, you know, doing it again. You know, that, that can get, that's, that's, that's the killer as far as it goes, you know. Chasing that, well, chasing the podcast thing. What can I do next here? What can I, what can I get involved in here? What can I, and thankfully, for whatever reason, you know, I've always had that little bit of, 
what can I do? What can I do here? What can I get into? What can I learn? What can I grow in? You know, and which led me to be, you know, doing what I'm doing now, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it, you know, always chasing what interests you and not, not letting that spirit die. Let me share something with you. I don't, part of me likes to, but I feel like it's probably best that I don't. I feel like there is a lot of downsides to being too satisfied with life mm. because then that doesn't quite push you to like, if you, then, then you just kind of settle and then you need to be like, like if everything's perfect and you just stay there, then you're not glowing. I feel yeah. like, right. and like, you know, that's like something for me. Like I'm always like one thing is off. Like I might have everything else I want in life right now, but one thing is off. I feel like, well, for one, I feel like that's a lot of times kind of humility, maybe God keeping us some point away. But at the same time, I think, you know, if you have that, you just stay and you're not growing. Where if you have that, you have that kind of chip on your shoulder. You have that passion that's yeah. pushing you to yeah. keep pursuing what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that. That's kind of where I find myself at. Right now in my life, I actually joined a, um, a men's group uh, called Order of Man probably three weeks ago. And like their whole thing is, you know, uh, being a man who uh, protects, provides, and, pre- and presides over his family as far as it goes. Is this a podcast you were talking mm-hmm. about? It's a podcast. It's also, an, it's, it's, they, they have, they've got a group called the Iron Council. And like, I just joined the Iron Council, like, uh, like I said, back first of April was when I joined. And their whole thing is, um, long story short, they have these little battle teams, which is little groups of men. And every 12 weeks, you have your battle plan in terms of like what you're, what you're working on in your life. Like there's, there's four areas. I, I can get all into it. There's four areas where it's like what is your mental state, spirit state, you know, as far as it goes. Uh, your, your calibration, your conditioning, what are you doing for your body? And then like uh, your connection, uh, what are you doing with your family, uh, whether it be your, your, your wife or your kids or whatever. And then your contribution, which can be uh, business-based, like job-based. Like are you trying to get promotion? Are you trying to grow there? Are you trying to start your own business? Or it can be, you know, community-based. Are you volunteering? Are you doing charity work? You know, whatever. Just, awesome. you know, to get people out. You know, you, you pick out, like, these – every 12 weeks, you got you pick out the four things in those areas you want to work on. And then you get a uh, tactics for each one of those things. And then you have, like, a 30-day, 60-day, and a 90-day marker to, tell to you know, say, at this point, I'm going to be doing this. At this point, at 60 days, I'll be – I will have achieved this. And then you measure it out, right? Well, anyways, long story short – uh, a lot of the guys that are in the group are uh, a little further behind. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm, I don't have anything under control. I wouldn't say or say that I have I'm on top of any game as far as it goes. But like most of the things are kind of generic. Like you know I'm going to lose ten pounds in the next whatever. I'm going to I'm going to get start working out at four days a week. That's going to be some of the common things when it comes to like conditioning, right? Well then it's going to be like you know, my contribution to my community. I'm going to volunteer. You know, you know those kind of things. I'm going to start doing this, or I'm going to start doing something more at church, or whatever your community based things. Well, for for me, like I've already achieved a lot of these things that would be normal. What would be some of the out of the gate things? Like I work out three or four times a week already. I teach uh, for a community. You know, I do meals on wheels. I do uh, softball with the girls. I, I'm here at church. You know. Uh, my business side. A lot of guys. A lot of guys will say, you know, I'm looking to leave my business to start my own business. Well, I've already, I've already done that. You know, so for me, you know, and they want us to put down these tactics to, to do for these twelve weeks. And I'm like, man, what? You know, not that I say I have accomplished these things, but I kind of reached a point where I'm like, well, what would I? Where would I go to next? You know, and for my business book cover design, do I want to continue being a book cover designer? Uh, in terms of staying where I'm at, if I do, what can I do to improve as a book cover designer? 
you know. So I have to think about it. In ter- I have to th- I've had to think about this stuff kind of sideways going forward because, like I said, you get to a point where you are kind of reaching this a, a, a part a part of your life that you like. I enjoy my life right now. You know, I work, do my own. I have my own work, my own schedule. Make good money. I feel like you got it pretty good. Yeah, make good money. Um, my family's healthy, thank the Lord. Uh, I, I, my, I'm involved with my girls, you know, coaching ball, even at the house, even not coaching ball. You know, I read to them every night. We hang out. And I don't say these things and say, oh, look at me. You know, one of the reasons I'm doing these things is because I've been listening to that podcast and just trying to grow as a man and father and husband in the past, you know, decade. You know, it's been a slow road, a slow road but I mean, you know, I've achieved things as far as it goes. Yeah. And so, you know, so like you say, you don't want to be stagnant. You know, what can, what, what am I going to try to achieve next? Where am I going to next? You know, so like for one of my things is I want to get my girls, uh, my, one of my, my focus this time, this week coming up, or this 12 weeks is going to be connecting more with Harper and Haven. Like I already do things, but how can I push that? So, you know, we're going to, I'm, I want to get them outside. So we're going to start, I'm going to make sure for a minimum we're outside 30 minutes a day. In 30 days, we're going to have a camping trip in the backyard. In 60 days, I want us to have, assuming the camping trip goes well, in 60 days, we're going to have a camping trip off property somewhere else, you know. Um, in 90 days, we'll be at the beach. We're going, to go, we're going to go on a hike at the beach somewhere, you know. So, I, you know, I have these measurable goals that I'm going to try, that, that I'm going to, try to achieve with my children to, to foster connection, to get them active, get them outside, you know. So, it's, again, the whole long story short is, you know, once you reach a point, like you said, you don't want to stagnate, you know. One of the, one of the things is you're either growing or you're dying. If you've ever watched Tommy's book, Tommy's boy, that's what his daddy says. You're either growing, th- you're growing or you're dying. Ain't no yeah. third direction. Yeah. And so, you know, for me, I've had to think, you know, am I growing or am I, am I dying, you know? And I, and, and I can't see really any much visible growth, so it kind of scares me as yeah. a man, you know, well, I must be dying, yeah. you know, I must be slow, slow death, but I must be dying. So what can I do to push forward, you know, and, and, and grow, uh, grow more and, and achieve, and not necessarily, not just achieve, but what can I push into? What areas can I do better at? What can I, what excites me, you know, and, and finding those things and going after them, so. That's- that's incredible, man. That really is. So, how did you get involved with that? You just started. Is this in Gaffney? No, no. The Order of Man was started by a guy named uh, Ryan Nickler out of Utah, um, and so he he started the podcast a long time ago. I found it many many years ago, and I've listened to it off and on. And he just invites like men who are successful on and talks to them. That's how, that's how it started with just a podcast with him talking about that. And then he started the Iron Council again many 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 years ago. Um, uh, now that's a that's a pay to play type thing. You got to pay to be on the Iron Council or whatever. But like it's a lot more the connection with the men. You know, the whole thing is you don't want to as it go. You know, we see John Wick, you see Indiana Jones, yeah. you see all these guys who are like lone wolf. I don't need nobody. You know, I can do it all myself. And you kind of and as men, we grow up with that mindset of I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody to hold me accountable. I can do it all myself. I can put it all on my shoulders. And and that can wear a man down, that mentality, because, you know, yeah, you might be able to pull that off, but it's really going to suck. Yeah. You know, it really is, you know, uh, it's really going to suck. When John Wick lays his head down at night, he doesn't have anybody by his side. He ain't got his dog, he ain't got his wife. He's all by himself. You know, when Indiana Jones lays down his head at night, he's got nobody with him. You know, he's all by himself, and it's a, it's a lonely existence being, being a man, you know, and then that mindset. And so, um, so yeah, the, so it has the battle teams, and you're on. I'm not on a battle team yet, but you end up getting on these battle teams. Was well, this, this online? Is, hmm? okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so you, you just you know you end up connecting with these other guys, and and you just talk about you know what are your, what are your goals for this quadrant? Where are you going? What's your tw- what, what are you doing right now? And then like they hold they they ask you about it, like they expect you to say, I'm going to do this, and now I'm going to go do it. You know, and and like here's how I can measure. 
measure that uh, goal or whatever it may be, you know. Um, you know, your, your, your thing may be, I want to be a more disciplined man, so I want to be up at 6 a.m. every morning. So how can I measure that goal? I make my little thing, did I get up at 6 a.m. this week or today? Yes or no? Did I get up the next day? Yes or no? And like, just, 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 it can be very simple things, but it's to highlight, you know, I didn't get up at 6 a.m. I hit the snooze button three times. I got up at like 6.35. So, uh, you know, what can I do to get on board with the goal with with the the goal I have in mind, you know, and those other guys are there to help hold you accountable and 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 to encourage you to keep going, you know. Awesome. So yeah, it's a cool little group, awesome. you know. But just in general, in the sense of, you know, as you as you grow as a person, whether you know from teenage years to adult or adult on up, um, you know, what can I do next? What can I get into next? And it can be the simplest thing. I, I want to learn how to do woodworking, or I want to, I want to launch a podcast, or I want to, you know. You know, I don't know. I want to cut my grass better than everybody else in, in, in the neighborhood, you know. So whatever whatever excites you as a person, yeah. you know, you just, you, 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 you find that and you chase after it, you know. Yeah. I had a friend of ours, uh, Andrew Strait, was on the podcast a few weeks ago. And he's a little bit younger than you, but he's, he's, he's probably right at 30. But uh, he got married last weekend, and he walks uh, for, uh, you know, a train company on the railroad. All right. But what he was talking about Sounds was he was cool. wanting to uh, kind of get away from that and start his own business. He's this, like, a really smart guy, like, uh, he's into, like, a couple political activities, he's into, like, uh, he's, like, very, like, from an engineering standpoint, he's, like, he wanted to, like, uh, start, uh, cleaning jewelry, I mean, uh, we, what was it, reselling jewelry? Yeah, like, kind of. Uh, he wanted to start, like, a podcast or a show or some sort of, like, blog or something like that, and what was the other thing? Well, like, some random, like, he wanted to uh, start a security team. Yeah. Like, a security yeah, company. Just... I just thought that was really cool, but it's, like, when you get so settled, and, like, because it's always... Like they always preach, okay, get out of high school, you go to college, you, you get your four-year degree, then you get that, and then you just, that's going to be it, and you're just set for life. Mm-hmm. But you're not going in that, and you're really not happy with that, too, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, most people wouldn't be, man. I, mean, I, I know a guy, he um, he does softball with Janet, and he is, it's crazy, he has like... You're talking about Matt. I know you're talking about Has his realtor uh, license. Yep. I don't know Matt. Talk to me about Matt. Realtor license runs a fear farm. He's on the school board. Matt Davis, yeah, he's a he's a looker. Y'all should have him on. You should have him he's, on. I, I've never met him. He's like a renaissance man. Yeah. He like oh, does, that's what I want to do. He does everything. <laughs> no, he, I'm he, serious. He really does do everything, and that's like that's crazy to think yeah. about. Like he's like everywhere. He's got his fingers in a lot of pies. He's done a ton of stuff and continues to do a ton of stuff. I mean, I mean, he, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy, man. I've known I've known Matt for uh, I don't know. Uh, a decade plus. I mean, I've known him for a long time, you know. But now he, yeah, he runs the Fear Farm. Um, he does uh, the inflatable. He's got an inflatable company. Um, yeah. Softball with his girls. Uh, the uh, realtor, realtor license. license. I mean, like, just, it's like real estate. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, buys, he sells houses and stuff like that. Yeah. He's on district. Like uh, and he said school board too. Yeah, yeah. He's on that. You know, he's got. He does a lot of stuff, man. I, you know, and and he he. That's great. You know, he's got a, a very active life. Very. See, that's what I want. Yeah. It's like when you said that. That's, that's, I, that's the whole thing with the nine to five. I think about like for me personally, I'm still trying to figure out kind of the exactness. I know what direction I want to go, but like, um, like I'll give an example. Like just uh, and like this next month, I uh, my dad and Jordan and I have started like um, getting into like the stock market, and like they've invested some money. Yeah. And I have, and yeah. they've like doubled like what I put in. But like that's I've always loved like Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. And, like, so I'm getting involved with that. I love that. Um, the podcast is something I spend a lot of time yeah. on. Like, I mean, like, 
you would think, like, some people might think it's just, like, one day a week we just come over here and yeah. talk, but it's literally every weekday, and a lot of times on the weekends, I, whether it's, you know, booking guests or, you know, um, editing and publishing mm-hmm. and doing advertisement and, like, designs, you know, I had mm-hmm. to go to Progressive and meet yeah. with them about it, but uh, it's, like, that's something that, that, that gives me meaning to do that, and, um, you know, with, like, uh, some things, other thing like uh, with the election, and like I've uh, I have a couple candidates that you know I've been working on their mm-hmm. campaign, and that's like been a very, it, I don't know if that's a word experience, experience. It's a, it's definitely an experience. Yeah, and I've definitely enjoyed that. Well, experience is the best teacher. No matter what, I mean, no matter what the experience is. I mean, yeah. it's gonna be you know, and and yeah, that's pursue all that stuff, man. I mean, you know, uh, I like I said I've been thankful enough where. As I've grown, you know, I've been able to maintain that, you know, spirit yeah. of, of curiosity to, to, to go into these things and to try these things, you know. Like I said, well, the you know, I worked at Print Depot and, you know, randomly found some logo contests where you could do logos. And so, you know, I was like, well, I could, you know, that's back before I had kids. I was like, I got tons of time, you know, instead of doing Netflix, I could just, you know, spend a couple hours, watch TV with Brooke and then spend a couple hours, you know, designing a logo. Maybe I'll win some extra money. Maybe I don't. You know, and then, you know, I, I've done that and then found that there was a book cover category inside that, you know, website. And so, it kind of, you know, it, it veined into the book cover thing and then I stopped doing the logo thing. And then all of a sudden, doing the book cover thing led to, you know, one one domino after another, you know, and it just leads you to, you know, this to where I am now. Same thing, you know, with you doing the political stuff, doing the, um, uh, uh, doing all of that. You know, just, you know, you never know where that will lead you, you know, to all those experiences round you out and make you more confident in life, more confident to do, you know, I can, I can come do this stuff now yeah. and do whatever. Yeah, you know? I've always felt like I could do anything. Yeah. yeah and it's and a blessing and a call sometimes, but yeah. I've always felt like I could Well, I mean, and that's, that's something great to have because it, 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 you never know when that, that, where that mindset will just lead you into something else where, you know, we're like, you, well, what we're, what we're taught still, even in now in your, in your age, when I was a kid was like, like Daniel said, Go to school, go to college, find your degree, and all that does is all that does is preach uh, security. Yes, that's all that does, you know. And 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 the mindset where that comes from is, it came from a, the mindset of people who come out of the Great Depression and came out of a poor lifetime and, and came out of either a their their family went to, went straight into the army and military during during like the World Wars and Vietnam and all that kind of stuff, or or their family was in the farm all fields all day or their family was in some sort of uh you know some, some something else where it was just hard labor and to them security and easy life was school college it's going to set you up and then you're going to move into whatever cushiony job you can be and you're done you know it's over yeah. with you and know just sit there and yeah and, and and for sure you know in the 80s and 90s that was a that you know there was that, that wave and now all of a sudden that wave has crashed and you got all these people who are getting out of college and they're going i can't find a job or you know i can't find a job in my field and you know and there they are you know and me and rick have talked about it um you know when harper and haven become of age to, to go to college i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna not push college but i'm not gonna be like you gotta go to college like it's going to happen, you know, like, well, like Brooke, you know, Brooke went to uh, the vocational, or not vocational school, she went to uh, a beauty, beautician school, you know, yeah. and uh, now she's a small business owner, owns a, owns a business, owns a, owns a salon, yeah. yep, or is co-owner of a salon, um, runs her own shop, 
super busy there, and now that's led into, you know, the fact she's been successful or has, you know, owned a shop. She's got her shirt business that's kind of branched into that, you know. Um, yeah. You know, so it's given her confidence to do these other things, you know, that's, that's led her into all these other little avenues, you know. And so, you know, I won't be I won't be a uh, a parent who, you know, is like you've got to go to Clemson or you've got to, nothing is nothing wrong to go with those things and to go to those schools because those schools can be a great jumping off point for some people or for some for some for some uh, students and stuff. But I think it probably boils down to the student themselves. I mean, if you're going to go, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go to college and I'm just going to get a business degree. Well, you know that's that's great and wonderful, but like you know, if you're not if you're not motivated into something else, it's just going it's going to just flounder. You're not going to have as far the stamina as it goes. and the want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither something that kind of ignites you as a person, whatever, no matter what it is. Um, yeah, and me and Kendra have talked about this before, but I think we both kind of agree that school kind of sets you up from kindergarten to twelfth grade, and it just keeps getting you know more in depth, more in depth on getting your degree and going to it i think it's less about chasing your dreams and more about setting you up for you know good enough amount of money to live yeah yeah and less about starting a family and doing what you want to do because i remember i can remember we had this teacher that came in once every couple weeks and did a little class on it about jobs and what you want to do i remember my friend and he still plays baseball wanted to be a professional baseball player and he said that, and she just kind of, like, ignored him and was like, what's your plan B? And, like, that's the only thing she focused on. Like, he, she didn't look, like, she didn't focus on he wanted to be a professional baseball player. She focused on what's your plan B after that. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was less about, with any other kid, it was, what do you want to do? Yeah. And as long as it was, you know, a job that's realistic. Yeah. Instead of being a professional baseball player and chasing your dreams. Something that's safe. It, yeah. It's always going it's for the safe option instead of saying, hey, yeah. Yeah. you want to be a professional baseball player? That's perfect. Let's help you set that up. Yeah. Like, I feel like they set you up in, like, the school for, and this is kind of something I just kind of figured out on my own, but this might, I don't know, this is not going to be edgy. Anyway, I feel like they set you up just because you have all the students and then you have the teacher. I feel like, and I love teachers, and I love, you know, I think teachers are great, but when you have... Except what we were talking about before, but that was off the record. Yeah, but uh, you have they almost like they're setting you up for to be under a boss, to be under a supervisor, and where it's just kind of like like if like working in a factory, and you have all the people on this position, then you have the boss, but at the same time they don't push like um. Like, Daniel wants to uh, be a PGA golfer. They're not pushing that, I'd right. say. But I feel like even you're a great one to talk about this, too. Because, you know, when you walk, I feel like, you know, obviously a very artistic, artistic person. So, like, they're not pushing that, per se, either, unless you go to an art school. Yeah. But, like, if you say, okay, uh, like, if you're a freshman, when I'm talking about they say, I want to be a book cover designer. That's not something that, because that's, that's, that's not gonna, something you just put scratch their head and go, what? Exactly. Yeah. And, like, if you say, I want to be a musician, I want to be a professional, or I want to be a rapper, or I want to, you know, I know that's random, but, like, anything like that, they're not pushing the outside-the-box artistic stuff. They're pushing the engineering. You have to be a god at math so you can be an engineer. You have to be a lawyer. Or you have to, uh, you know, business, business, business. But, like, almost like when you're walking at Dundle Mifflin, 
in a yeah. way. Well, like, yeah. they'll just teach you just, like, nine to five. But it's almost like... You need to be Robert California, in that sense. Not, not <laughs> yeah. Dylan Mifflin. That's, that's, that's not a lot of... That's how you need to be. Yeah, I really... Man, you're, you're, and you're right. I mean, well, and the one reason that, that not to necessarily defend that, but I mean, like it, it preaches safety and security. And, you know, uh, I can get all these kids in this one, you know, everybody's on the same roller coaster heading the same direction because they're all going, you know, because there's security in that, you know. And like for me, I remember, you know, when I was in high school, you could either be a, um, you could be a nurse, you could be a teacher, you could work for Milliken or Temkin. Or you could join the army, military services, and that was really the four, the four big, 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 big categories, the big, big, big things to go toward. Uh, I'm sure there was probably another one or two things that out there that like you didn't. Lawyer. That hold on. Lawyer. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, now oh, it's Blacksburg, man. They didn't really talk about lawyers. Um, they may yeah. now. They may now. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's that's and, my that's me and Daniel's both backup plan. I, I, I you want to be a lawyer? Okay, well, that's awesome. I, so here's what I want to. Have I told you like my full plan of what I want to do? No, you haven't. Tell oh. me. Okay, sure. We'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and get into. Give me it. give me the one so minute like, elevator wanna, pitch of this. One minute. Yeah. Oh, I could do like forty five seconds. But anyway, I want to take pretty much everything I'm doing now and kind of condense it into a professional job. But at the same time, um, I do want to like run for office. Hmm? But like not just like like. I'll just say it, like, on the record, in the next decade, I want to be running for, like, at least a uh, local position, whether it be council or mayor or something like that. But I do, like, like, by then, I want to be in, like, Congress, if that makes sense. Okay. And, but at the same time, I feel like I'm going to run into an obstacle, like, in kind of, like, in the next 10 years. So, I would love to, like, be a lawyer or something like that. I've just always been fascinated by that. It's plan but, B. Yeah, but you got to go to law school, and I really don't want to do that. <laughs> Right, that's kind of a must. Right. But yeah, and like the podcast, like I would like, like do you listen to Woken at all? Uh, no, I don't listen. To really. I, I would love. I've, I've uh, got snippets, but no. I, don't I would like to be be like huge as he is. Well, like he like that's all he does pretty much, and like huh. I would love to like do that. But like even like from a business side, like uh, with like investing, yeah. I want to take pretty much everything I'm doing right now and condense it into something bigger. Not condense into something, but it'll make it something bigger. Right, right. I got you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, public service is definitely my number one. What I want to do in the big picture. Right. You got you got one. You want to talk oh, about? Oh, I do. Let I me do. say it. I'm here. It's more about what I want to do in college. So with me, I'm gonna graduate obviously, and I want to play D one golf. Okay. At some school, either around here or out of state. Like I, 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 I'll, hopefully it's a pretty big school, but it doesn't have to be a huge school. Which I learned that from Andrew Strait when we did the podcast with him. But I, I want to play college golf, and I want to get a political science degree and a minor in either sports science or sports science or business. Right. And, yeah, so kind of go on and play professional golf, but if that doesn't work out, obviously use the political science degree and go to law school and be a lawyer. All right. Well, see what, I, what, I would, what I would say, like, that's your 10-year plan, right? What I would say is uh, – from there, break that down. Like, okay, that's what I want to be in 10 years. In five years, what do you want to have achieved to get to that point? Yeah. And then come down from there, in one year from now, what does that? What does all that look like one year from now if I'm heading in that direction, right? So then you have like those, whatever, you got those three goals, you know, three, three, three different you know, marks through those years. And then whatever goal that is, put that aside and think and look at it in terms of, what and this goes back to the word man. This is, this is what tactic 
am I going to put into place yeah. to get to that point? You know, not that you know, not that I want to lose. Or for example, not, I want to lose twenty pounds. Random goal, right? Yeah. Now that's my goal. Put to the side. Now I'm just going. Now aside from that, I'm going to focus on the yeah. steps. Will they get me there? And okay. then. As you focus on the steps, you will just automatically achieve the goal that you're after. Unless something like, well, you know, and that's that, that's a very achievable, very you know, easy direct goal. Whereas, yeah. you know, the with whatever you know, the playing golf or, or doing the doing the, the the council seats or whatever or the political seats, um, you know, you never know what might come up in life to derail that or change that trajectory. Or you may end up getting some other uh, aspiration as you you know as you learn and get into these things. You may go, oh, well, I wanted to do that. But, you know, now I'm kind of interested in this now, you know, and you've got the flexibility to, okay, I'm going to focus here now. You know, I'm not locked into this goal. I can, I can change trajectory as I, as I progress and grow and learn and, and find what really, you know, keeps me, keeps me going, you know, as far as it goes. So like, and that, well, and actually that's one of the things that the, no, that's just, that the order of man stuff, the, the Iron Council thing that we're doing. I can make it in that way. Uh, it's so, it's interesting yeah. to watch. I mean, the, the podcast, even the podcast, like, and that's one of the reasons not just that podcast. There's other podcasts I listen to, but um, but I mean some of the things that they talk about in that podcast. You know, like he'll interview somebody that's written a book on discipline, or somebody that's written a book on habits, or a book on whatever. You know, he'll interview somebody like that. Well, then, like I would just go buy that book, and then you know I would listen to the audio book, and like it would you know shape me and and give me some direction, and give me some clarity, give me some you know something something to think about in terms of where I can go and move from there. Um, you know, and so like I said, having those. Have those goals and then looking at how, what the steps and then focusing solely on the steps that's going to get me there, you know, and forgetting, not, not forgetting the goal, but not, because uh, if you just focus on the goal, you never have a plan to get there, you know, as far as it goes. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I like both of y'all's goals. That's, that's, that's super great, Yeah. you know. Um, and, like, you never know where along the along the road you'll, you know, you'll find something that, 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 that puts it all together, you yeah. know, so. But, yeah. All right. A random thought that just popped in my head. Um, did, and this, I'm pretty sure it's uh, you and Brooke, but you and Brooke made YouTube videos, right? Uh, when? Like, doing what? 10 years ago or something. I mean, we've made videos, but I mean, yeah, I don't know what. Like, the, on YouTube. I don't know if she's ever put one on YouTube. I know. I've got this to pull it up. I put one like a million, yeah. I put one like a million years ago, uh, I, me, and, me and a bunch of, I remember the only I can think from a long time ago, I did one where I was going to be in a, a, oh gosh, one of those competitions where you, obstacle courses. Um, uh, knockout, or, well, it wasn't knockout, was it? No, the obstacle course that I did was the Metro Dash. I'm just going to look up. I don't Jake know. Jake book cork on YouTube. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to find, man. <laughs> So I can't think of it now, but they ain't no, there's no telling well, what. Well, that's not y'all. Um, anyway. Yeah. Well, they were like. What video are you talking about? If you got something in mind. It was it was at your house. It made, made video. It may jog my memory. And it was like, it was in a basement or something. Oh, where she comes out, she's the housewife thing. Was that you don't want to something talk? Something like that. I might have been on Facebook. That would have been on Facebook. It wouldn't be on YouTube. Um, the elusive housewife was that it. Because I had done one where it was an elusive house cat, and I talked about, I, I was like channeling my Steve Irwin, talking about the cat, and then I did one talking about Brooke, and she was dressed up as some random, random person, a, a random, random costume thing. It was a long time ago, man. It's been, I know you Donald's did do like little cute little mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah, they do a lot of videos. Yeah, they're, 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 they're not shy on the camera, that's for sure. Yeah. 
So, let me ask you something, because... Ask me. You know something I really admire about you a lot? Mm. You have... <laughs> what? Oh. You don't even know what I'm about to say. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Fire away, man. Okay. You, you, you stay busy. Yes. And you don't sound... Like, I'll give an example. Like, but you do, like, cool stuff. Like, remember last time when you were t- when on here talking about when you went to London and when you went to Paris? Uh-huh. I remember that. People around here don't really take trips like that that yeah. often, or at least not many do. Yeah. But, like, I like that you have just the, yeah, let's do that. And, like, uh, this is going to sound pretty specific, but, like, like did you go, like, axe throwing? Didn't you do axe throwing mm-hmm. at your house one time? I thought that was cool. And, like, the murder mystery thing. You just, you do oh, cool yeah, the stuff. Mystery. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got, I got to say, that that's going to be partly in, in terms of, uh, uh, that's going to be partly attributed to Brooke. And the fact that she likes to go out and do things, you know, yeah. I, I I am somewhat of a homebody. Oh, really? um, you know, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a homebody. Um, I do have the kind of the loner aspect, like where I would, I'd rather just not do, not, I'd rather just not go, and I'll be happy. Um, but now that that in retrospect, or not that with the fact that Brooke, I, as a husband, you know, um, I've just decided that wherever my wife wants to get involved in, by and large, I'll, I'll go along with them. We'll support, we'll do, you know, whatever. So that's led me down some, a lot of cool roads. Like I said, with the London Paris trip, I probably never would have planned that, but Brooke was like, let's go. And we went, um, now I did plan the New York trip that we went on. Um, because, you know, I just was excited about that. And I, and, and you know, that kind of, these things kind of domino into one another. We're like, you know, oh, I've done this. Well, well, I can do this, you know? Um, and like the murder mystery thing, I can't remember how, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, I think the murder mystery thing started, probably, I think, now I'm thinking about it, probably did start with me because I wanted to learn how to cook. Like, I enjoyed cooking a lot at the house. Um, I enjoyed doing the dinners. I, you know, I enjoyed doing a lot of stuff like that. And so I wanted to learn knife skills and how to cook certain meals and that kind of stuff. First, not, and not just going to YouTube, I wanted to go to a class, you know, and like in Greer, they have plate 108 and they have classes. Um, but at the same time, me looking at the, the events on, on that web page, on that Facebook page, I saw they had murder mystery dinners and I was like, what about the murder mystery dinner? And you know, you get to eat and you get to act out the character and it's just, it would just be fun. And so we, we went with some friends and we done, I think two, two or three of those, which were a lot, which were, which were really fun. Um, and then like we went to a murder mystery up at the, you know, the mountains and stuff, you know, just, ex- just being open to experience things. As far as it goes, like I say, it'll never let you know. You never know where it'll land you at, where, where it'll take you, and what you'll you'll garner from that. You know, yeah. as far as it goes, like uh, I, you know, going to Vegas from book covers and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, uh, that's just you know, I, I've I've gotten to where I, I'm no, uh, have some notoriety in my field, and so yeah. uh, you know, getting invited to go out there was a big thing. And then you know, me saying I'm gonna go, you know, you know, and like I, the first time I went to Vegas, I stayed in my hotel. Like I didn't do nothing. Like I, I did the hotel, I did the, the conference. Never left the hotel because again, I kind of fell back on my loner. I uh, rather just not do anything. That's the difference between me and him. Right, <laughs> right. You know, this time I went with, to Vegas. Last time with me and Brooke, and we got to get out and walk around in downtown Vegas or on the boulevard or whatever. And I, I realized that you know I was correct to stay in the hotel room. You know, because I'm not going to shop. I'm not going to spend a lot of money doing that kind of stuff. And it smelled like pot yeah. the entire time we were in downtown Vegas. So it just had that skunky, Is that awful smell. Yes, yeah. you can't. What well, you can't. Oh gosh, you can smoke it in your residence and something else. Yeah. But they decriminalized but, it at the federal level and then they did it in uh, South Carolina a couple it, weeks later, but it's got to be passed the Senate. Yeah, anyway, but now, I'm going to tell you right now, but like, you, you can smoke it in your residence. 
that's like the I think that's the law in Vegas, but nobody pays attention to that. Like yeah. I mean, like it, you. Yeah. Like I, I think there's just too many people. You just trying to stop it. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's just so saturated. The police can't do anything about it, or not going to do anything about it. You know, and again, that's not that big a deal. I'm not going to get into the whole pot thing. I'm not. I'm oh, we've not, done that. We've already had like three episodes on that. Oh, oh, okay. Actually, well, I can say. Well, my stance is I don't care. Like, if oh, you my stance is I don't care. If you legalize it, awesome, great. If you don't, think you should legalize it. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm not to. I'm not. Like, I don't care. But I think you know, legalize it. I am. We yeah. had a we had a whole episode uh, with well, that was someone Daniel me and uh, you know Thomas Stovall. No, you don't because you've never been to Watch File. But oh uh, no 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 yeah no, anyway, I know the guy, no, 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 no. We, we, we've had him on a couple times but uh, we had him on and uh, me and him talked about that for like an hour. Oh, I got you. But <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not I don't have any big stance on one way or the other. Again, you know. Yeah. I fall back into the whole thing. I don't care. I'd rather, yeah. just, not, I'd rather just not be there. Whatever's yeah. going I'd on. I'd rather just not I'd be there. I'd rather be at home. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, getting into those, just experiencing life, man, you know, and, 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 and Brooke has caught, pulled that out of me to an extent in terms of, and I, and, you know, thinking about it, you know, I don't know, it'd be hard to kind of quantify what effect the fact that she has that kind of spirit, how that kind of, you know, bled into me as we got married to lead me into doing my own thing, you know, as far as it goes. Um, or that would, you know, how that would have changed my direction you know in terms of uh, just the fact that she supports me and you know wants to get out and do things you know as far as you go so um but yeah murder mystery we've got one coming up yeah i'm going to that. yeah you are okay oh, awesome. I, I don't want to be a participant i want to know i, I want to not know what's going on okay well, um, well it's gonna be may 15th at the church um just you know youth fundraiser for you got for you guys to go and do things um oh, yeah it's and like it's it's a really interesting the way the way they got these things set up like <clears throat> the one we're going to do is anywhere between four to fifteen people you can have that many people in there, right? So if you have five, you got five. You got ten, you got ten. You know, whatever. And like, the way it works is each each person gets a character. You can dress up if you want to. You can talk in their, you talk in whatever uh, accent or whatever thing that person may have. Or can, you know, if you want to do that, it's fine. If you want to just talk normal, you can talk fine. But at the beginning of the murder mystery, everybody pulls, everybody draws out of a hat, and there's gonna be one guilty card in there. And the way it's set up, you pull the guilty card, you read from your guilty script. If you pull from the innocent card, you read from your innocent script. script. So you can do the same murder mystery like, you know, ten times wow. and, and have somebody new be the murderer each time. You know? so it's just, and, like, and it's not really like, the way this is set up. And the ones that we have participated in are the same way. Like you, your lines, you know, you might have two lines, you know, in an act. Like we're in, and the way this one's set up is the, each, at the beginning of each act, everybody gets interrogation questions. Like we, or everybody gets asked the interrogation questions. So if there's 10 people, then there's 10 questions for each character, or two questions per character to, to ask them. And depending on their answer, you make notes, and you try to guess if they're, you know, you try to take, kind of extrapolate if they're the ones that have committed the crime or not. And then, so at the end of the three acts, uh, everybody guesses, you know, who they think, who they think it is, and you see if you're right or you're wrong. You know, so it's a fun thing. Uh, you know, I think it's not something that's done around here. So I'm hoping no. that when I talk about it Sunday at church, that uh, I'll be able to convey the fact that it, it is pretty fun. Because I probably don't look like somebody that that plays guitar or goes to murder mystery theaters. Yeah. Theaters. So, <laughs> but question: Have you added any collections to the animal skulls? <laughs> uh, yes, I have a beaver skull now. Beaver. Beaver. Yeah. Yeah, it's about the size of my fist. It's gigantic with two big old front teeth. Where'd you find that? Uh, I own some uh, mom. Yeah, I own some property that uh, mom and dad own. Of course uh, you did. Yeah. 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 Actually, I wouldn't want to found it. Harper found it. 
really? Yeah. Oh. Harper found it. She's the one that spotted it, and she. Fresh meal. Yeah, she. I, that's right. Get them. Get them started, man. <laughs> she found it, you know, and it was already like however had done. It had just died. Been dead. Yeah. So she. I mean, it was already <laughs> already cleaned, already ready to rock. All you had to do was pull it off the ground. And he was done. You know. So it was. It was. That was nice. Uh, so it's in my building right now. Cause my, I, I can imagine that. I yeah. can imagine. She just looking down. You know what? Need to go tell dad about that one. Well, oh, she picked it up, man. I wasn't even there. She got it, brought it to me. I mean, I didn't know she'd got it, you know. So, but when she spotted it, that's for dad. I would, <laughs> so, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, can, I can just imagine her holding a beaver, just like, dad, yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. I, I've always been fascinated by weird, weird stuff. You know, I made it, well, talking about weird stuff, we had uh, one of my latest accolades is we had Dirty Santa at my, uh, Mom's house, uh, actually in February, because it was so because of where everybody's schedule worked out, it was so late. But Dirty Santa at my house, like uh, Grandma's house, is you bring stupid gifts, like you bring the weirdest, oddest, randomest things that you, you find. Won. Yeah, well, oh, I won the weird. Like in terms of who bought the weirdest thing, I definitely won. Um, but and then from there on out, you know, people will get to pick, and so it makes it weird because it's not necessarily gifts you want. You know, yeah, uh, it's just, gifts. it's just, it's, well, you don't go in there and say, I'm a kid, what I, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, and it, it would be gag gifts to an extent, but it's like unique stuff. Like, I got, I've got a gold hel- uh, uh, Elvis head. It's about that big. Wow. Like, that somebody brought one day, and it's just a gold Elvis head. I don't even like Elvis, really, Elvis's music, but uh, it's a gold Elvis head. When I saw it, I was like, I gotta have that gold Elvis head, man. And so, I, so when it was my turn, man, I, I robbed it from whoever had it, you know. Yeah. Uh, this year, I, uh, I have saved my toenails and fingernails for two years, and I bought some resin resin material, and I cast the skull and put the toenails and fingernails in the skull, wow. and that was the gift that I gave them. But they appreciated that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it okay, was. On a scale, it was, it was, it was scale, super super interesting talker. It got the conversation started. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how many? How no? Forget the scale. How? How big is the fingernail? Yeah, the you would imagine it would be a lot. It really would. Like I mean, like every time I took my toenails and fingernails for two years, put them in a ziploc baggie. Now maybe mine grows slow, but it wasn't. It wasn't a lot. That's funny. What as lot means you think, anyways. And so, uh, but you know, it worked out. It was super neat, super unique, and everybody thought it was uh, interesting. So this is a little bit random, but you were talking about something about you don't really like Elvis's music. What kind of music do you like? I, I love asking that to people. We no, like talking about that on here. It's a wide range, man. You know, back when I was in school or in high school or in college, it was all about rap music. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. See, sure. I would have thought you would have been a punk rocker in high school. Well, I mean, there would have been that. It would have been Disturbed. That's when Disturbed come out real popular. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you'd call Limp Biscuit or a punk rock. Uh, yeah. But, you know, that's when they became popular. Linkin Park came out right back then. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, definitely like Metallica, even though you know it wasn't rap. But I mean, I definitely like Metallica. All the all the big rock groups that were still popular, you know, in the eighties and nineties, were still big when I was in high school. Just speaking my language. As far as, far as rap, yeah. oh, back then, uh, back then it would have been oh my gosh, man. Uh, people y'all probably never heard of Project Pat. I know Project Pat. Uh, huh? Oh, is he still make music? Yeah. Uh, let's see. He Mr. had a feature on a uh, Drake album. <laughs> wow. With Twenty One Savage. Uh, Mr. Biggs. Uh, well, that's when Eminem got real popular, so of course, yeah. I, you know, I was all on that boat. Uh, Kid Rock, which would be rock and rap, which would have been along the lines with Little okay, Biscuit. Yeah. Um, I never really got into like Tupac or Biggie back, and back then. I kind of missed that whole, which side are you on? Yeah, you know, the East I, West I, Coast. I, I we, did a, we did an episode that, on that. Yeah, okay, that, that came after me, or at least I wasn't on that boat when it, when it sailed. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, drama. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Archie. I'm trying to think of who it would have been back then. You know, just the people that I, I mystical became popular back then. Pete Pablo. I don't know if you ever heard Pete Pablo. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Nobody. All right, I'll stop. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so I mean, know the name, uh, yeah. that's all right. I mean, they, most of these people were like one hit wonders or maybe two hit wonders, and then that you never heard from them again. But then after after college, <laughs> I, uh, I you know it, my my tastes have become quite eclectic. I mean, it's gonna be bluegrass. Uh, it's gonna be old old rock, eighties rock, nineties rock. Uh, random stuff man some opera music instrumental music um, it, well I'm not well I'll take that back uh, be more instrumental more instrumental with maybe some voiceover stuff we're just going to be into the whole uh, yeah we're getting close to the time anyway no uh, no we just, it just shuts off we can go for a little bit after oh uh, okay um, what time yeah we got a, we got a little bit uh, yeah. like I like instrumental music so like especially like video game type instrumental stuff like Halo uh, that kind of Halo soundtrack of the Oblivion soundtrack with Tom Cruise I like uh, Lord of the Rings uh, that kind of music um, just kind of depends man like it's a wide wide range of stuff you should listen to uh, 2001 Instrumental 2001 Instrumental right. yeah. I'll look it up check it out yeah but yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean just, I like my, my Amazon soundtrack when I get in my truck and turn it plays it makes us go play all kind of stuff man. yeah so. I love yeah bluegrass. I my music taste is like it's like something I'm like constantly listening to music or a yeah. podcast or something. Because yeah. like I talked a couple weeks ago, music and comedy. I think it was when we had Bob Smiley the comedian on. We talked about you know music and comedy will get you through anything. But I'm so yeah. I'm always pumping that in my ears. Yeah. Yeah. But music, uh, I used to start off. I don't say my music taste didn't really peak until I was like twelve. Honestly, before your music up. taste has not peaked yet. Not to, not to cut you off, man. So apparently it it's going to get not, It's going to change. It's going gonna, it's gonna to evolve. I wouldn't even say mine's probably peaked yet. Oh, wow. You know, it's going to evolve as far as it goes. I, not, to, not to cut you off. No, no, no. I, 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 I mean, it's, it's great that you're experiencing all this music and you love it all, but it's going to keep changing. You yeah. Because more stuff's going to come out. I mean, I listen to like electronica and really? you know the, some of the some of the dubstep and stuff i mean i, I just know telling what because yeah. whatever beat catches my fancy you know yeah. remember the rap song or whatever is. song the one group i don't listen to modern country and modern pop I'm not gonna really? listen to yeah. that yeah like the whole like harper haven love what's his face we went and seen him in a concert Start the he sings an applebee's song the applebee's Walker Walker Hayes. We saw Walker Hayes. Really? Give a flip about it. <laughs> you know that you're just like that genre, that 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 type of country music. I'm not gonna be into. And then and then the, whatever is usually popular with the main street pop music. Yeah. You know, it's probably not gonna be something yeah. that I'm that I care for. You know. But aside from that, even some of the new rock stuff, I'm like, because on my Amazon thing, I'll pull up the Hard Rock Arena Station, and I'm like, this is not hard rock. Yeah. Like, I don't know what. What y'all have classified as hard rock, or what's happened to the music world, but this would not be, you know, You're hard right. rock. I don't but anyway, me and Kim have similar taste. But, Somewhat, I th- I'd but say mine's I think a little bit more expansive. When we, I think where we split is he he's a little more into rock, and I'm a little more into country. Yeah. So like his rock is my country, and vice versa. Right. We do. We both like the same rap, though. Okay. Yeah. I uh, so yeah so like rock, for example, I like a lot of classic rock. So yeah. I like Kansas, Boston, Johnny, yeah. the Beatles. True. But uh, I like some of, like some of the bands you just named. I like all them. Yeah. Uh, I like. Uh, do you know Tame Impala? Have you heard, have you heard of them? Okay. okay. They'll they'll kind of. What would you what would you classify them? They're not even rock, are they? A little funk. A little bit. A little bit of funk, but they're really good. Um, bon Ivo. They're. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know. You know Bon Ivo. I love Bon Ivo. Yeah. Uh, Francis and the Lights, stuff like that. But um. 
He would be like, well, uh, let's see, the Strombellas. I don't know if you've ever heard of yeah. them. Yeah, 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 Strombellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I mean, uh, it's kind of that pub music that kind of yeah. you know kind of what boils down to the, yeah. I don't know what genre that'd I be. Love that. you know, Mumford and Sons would be the big yeah. name in that, but you know, there's tons of other groups that are yeah. fantastic. You know, I like uh, hip hop. I not like necessarily all in like the whole, but I I do pick a little bit of each. Um, right. I think yeah. from I think for me, like when I grew up, like it's like oh, it's got to be this. It's got to you know if you like this, you you know you're terrible. You don't know you know you don't know what good music is if yeah. you don't like what I like. And you know for me as I've grown, like there's tons of music that I just I I love listening to and, and enjoy tremendously. What about you, Daniel? Hold on, but can I just go ahead and take oh. off? We have fifteen yeah. seconds left. Okay. Um, I'm gonna playlist real quick. Oh boy. I have many. Oh, I'll count real quick. There'll not right be now. no devil music on there. One, oh my god. Two, 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 oh man. No, I know what you mean, man. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What are you counting? Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen playlists. That's right. Yeah. And, I got um, a ton on mine, man. I get to about twenty, twenty five songs, then I gotta switch to the next playlist. I'll do playlist. Um, it's just I have whatever, I just, I just saw whatever comes on. I, I'm big. No, I just I'm big into like. Kind of a mix of jazz, hip hop. Right. Makes sense. So, yeah. like, like Tyler the Creator or Kanye. Tyler the Creator, like Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean, I love Frank Ocean. Oh, Mysterio Thunder for a second. R&B, I like R&B. Uh, Charlie yeah. Wilson, Frank Ocean, Tiana Taylor, uh, The Weeknd. Frank Ocean, Tyler the Creator, Kendrick Lamar, which announced his new album, Thirteenth. Um, especially Kanye, I'm a big Kanye guy. He's probably my favorite musician of all time. Are you serious? Yeah. No. He's, <laughs> That's it, guys. Podcast is over. I'll see y'all later. No. Never ask me back here again. No, Are you serious, Star Attack? Are you serious? Yeah, oh, I mean, oh, no, I would say he's my favorite musician in hip hop. For for me, it's my favorite. Music. I like Kanye, but my favorite is. Definitely Tyler, the creator, Kendrick Lamar. I don't love Kendrick. I think Tyler, I think, I like Tyler just because he's more, he's very innovative in his music, I feel like. Well, Kendrick he's... Lamar is just a musical genius. And there's no doubts about it. Like, I saw a video the other day on <laughs> this bar. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is it. This, this bar he had. Yeah. This bar he had. It's, this one bar. And like the whole thing is... It always relates back to this one line and like the whole song, and he just keeps talking about it. But he's like really good at it. Kendrick, I mean, then you got Morgan Wallen, Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah some um, of the classic greats. Keith Whitley, coming out of nowhere out of the corner, Reba McIntyre. Oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> good music. Mama, don't let me down. Uh, Zach Bryman. The, the last, the well, last, so that's awesome, though. I mean, tons the of, the I mean, last song I was listening to when I turned off Apple Music. Fancy. That's my favorite musician. My other favorite musician is Derry Struckle. Oh, what? Why? Y'all are just too young. Oh, my God. Too young. Don't. No, what? Too young. Too young. All these people that are new Put me on something. Who do I need to listen well, to? Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, no, 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 I'm just saying, you know, not that, well, I, in terms of, like, it can be who your favorite artist is, or you're going to argue who the greatest okay, artist is. Okay, you know is. what, I'll stop there. I'll say, 
That's my favorite artist. That okay, right? that's that's. I would allow. I shouldn't have said that. I would allow that. I shouldn't have said. Well, that. Can you allow that? I, I would allow that. Well, I don't. Who am I? Who am I to say that you you don't think you know Drake or whoever or <laughs> Kanye? I don't know these people. Yeah. Are the greatest person to ever touch a microphone? I mean, that's that's, that's you know it's it's, it's like a missing. It's like buttholes. Everybody's got an opinion on it. You know, exactly. everybody's got one. So <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and most of them stink. Yeah, some stink. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, so I mean, you know, because if you ask me, like one of one of my favorite all time bands is a band called Knives, and they released one album like, oh, I don't know, uh, probably ten years or eight years ago or something. One, thirteen songs, and that's it. That's all they have. That's all they ever released. Not and the way this they're N Y V E S, and it's like this mix of it's to these two guys who are like heavy rock singers, um, and they came together and made like this. It, it's kind of hard to explain what kind of music it'd be. It's not. It's it's not rock. It's kind of just like this, and it wouldn't be like electronic or dubstep. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just got this nice, cool vibe to it. You know, it's one of my favorite albums to ever yeah. ever be released. Uh, you know, and nobody's hardly ever heard of them, and they never yeah. made another one again. You know, yeah. but I mean, it's just this what resonated with me, and it's all that that album's always kind of resonated with me to listen to, and I'll always get like every so often I'll go back to it, pull it up, listen to the whole thing, and then I'll go back to my Amazon. Soundtrack and listen to whatever else comes on the thing, yeah. and then six, seven, eight months, a year later, go yeah. back I mean, to that. My favorite, yeah. my favorite album is probably The Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. My favorite album. Oh my gosh, that's hard. Yeah, it's hard to nail them down. You know, you start talking about like favorite well, albums and, and movies and whatever. Number two is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye. My favorite album of all time is, uh, you know, well, guys, my, my favorite album of all time is I Thought for the First Time by Darius Russell. Just because, I don't know, I just like the That's my outside of the grill, grill and wings, listen to that, you know, right. the vibe. But uh, another one that was just, like, awesome would be uh, Blonded, Frank Ocean. Oh, that's Blonde, Blonde. Blonde. It's just... It's, it's kind of it's like R&B soul in a way. Cause that's, that's really what I like, right? especially lately. But I also like some folk stuff, like Maggie Rogers. Um, Blonde is amazing. I'm trying to think of my favorite album of all time. I think I want to go something a little bit old school. Cause I, I have a very old school taste too. Uh-huh. It's, 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 well, it's just all over the place, and that's with, fantastic. With, you know, it's not that you lock yourself with, into one genre. With country, it's dangerous. The double album with My Born Alone. There's just my favorite songs ever on that album. I don't think it's that good. I think it's severely overrated. I think from January to March of 2021, everyone, especially people our age, especially especially Yeah, especially people your age, because I have no, who, who was it? Morgan Wong. No. It was, they, they all just went crazy about it. It was, every time you do it, they, you know, had an animism right. or something about it. Right. And it's like, it wasn't that good in my opinion. Either that, or it's overweighted. Well, you one. know, and it boils down to, you know, it resonated with you. Like, it, for some reason, touched the chord somewhere in your heart and your Y'all spirit. Y'all wrong. And that, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't like it, but I don't like it. No, that no, whiskey glass has just hit home to you, didn't it? Yeah. But I mean, that was not even that album. That means I you know, know nothing about that. That, 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 that song was on that. Nothing album. about that. That song was, it was on the deluxe. Look, go ahead, check it. Whiskey anyway, glasses. Yeah. Whiskey glasses is from his first album, If I Know Me. No, it he is. Thought, I wouldn't. I would take it. Well, it might be on the deluxe version. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who you're talking about. I, you I, listen I've listened to it. If so. I've ever heard this person, you listen to it. I did. I've listened to it many times. It's not. Oh, and he released a new song, which is my favorite song right now. I don't yeah. think Jesus. Is that Did it? Did you say anything better yes. about that song? Does it say, I don't need Jesus? It's, I don't think Jesus. No, I don't, don't think, think Jesus. Jesus. Don't think Jesus. All right. It is the best song I didn't like it. 
And that's okay. It is. You get to like right. these things. It's all right. Oh, man. we also have the same. Well, we have one of the. You're thinking of me on whiskey. Thank you for telling me what I'm thinking of. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we have the same. Uh, we have one of the same favorite TV shows. Seinfeld. Yes, Seinfeld. Are you like Seinfeld too? Seinfeld. Yeah, we we can all be united on that. That's a great yeah. show. Seinfeld, Seinfeld. Or, or maybe The Office. Yeah, it's so horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. The Office. Have you ever seen Community? Yes. Uh, I don't like Community after season four. Yeah, it kind of peaks off. But, yeah, but they've got some fantastic episodes. The paintball episodes. I love that. I went back the other day and watched just all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Community is finally somebody that watches Community. Yeah, Community is good. Like, I, it is my favorite show of all time. They, 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 they did a real good job with Community. Once Chevy Chase left, though, like it went, it went kind of off the yeah. rails. But um, I, Chevy Chase is Chevy Chase is very hard to work with. That's what I heard. That's the reason why, I, like, when he went on the next season, I was like, "What happened to Chevy Chase?" Because yeah, I, I, I didn't watch Community until after all the seasons oh, had pretty much come out. What happened to him? Uh, he, well, he just he didn't come back. They didn't, for whatever reason, he left a voicemail on the uh, producer's phone. Yeah, so it's pretty bad. But but yeah, I I, I really enjoyed uh, the Community shows. I didn't, they I had didn't a lot like of season great... six because um, Donald Glover was on there. Troy. Yeah. Yeah, again, when he and again when he leaves, like you can just tell, this we're off the rails. Wait, yeah, because Gambino? then Abba just kind of is just there. Exactly. Charles Gambino is on. Yes, Charles Gambino. This is, Gambino. Where, this is gonna be a younger version of him. This is before all that, before all that come out. Yeah, before and he he, he makes great music too. Yeah, he 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 uh, he did really good in the show. I mean, wow. it's gonna be it's, it's a fantastic bingeable show. As oh, far definitely. as it goes, you know. Um, but yeah, Community, uh, Office, Parks and Rec. I love Parks and Rec. What's your favorite sci fi episode? What's one that you watch every time it's like, oh, God. It's hard to nail one down, man. Um, the Kenny Rogers chicken one. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, or it's something about the red light, right? Yeah, red the light, Kramer's room. I like yeah, the red light. Show. Like that. That one's great. The what now? The Bob Griffin show when Kramer turns his house yeah, into the Yeah, TV, so. that's good. I mean, there's, there's, there's tons of them, man, that are just, just I know an episode fantastic. by heart that I love. The reverse people. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oil Wolf. Yeah. 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 I like the one where, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but the one where... George starts having all the success, and Elaine starts. She turns into George, and, yes. and Jerry always breaks Blake's the even. even the you know, throw the twenty dollars out the window, yeah. and it comes back. That's great. I mean, there's tons yeah. of them, man. That are in there that are just, just I, tremendous. There's the episode where George dates a girl that looks just like Jerry, and that's, then ends uh, up she, cutting her hair she gets just like Jerry. Gum in her hair, has to cut her hair, and she looks like him. Oh, yeah, that's great. I read a fan theory. Um, oh, it's been probably a year or two ago, and it's kind of changed how I watch some of the shows. That they they said that the sh- the main character of the show is actually George, not Jerry. And if you watch it from that mind, from that point of view, like because George is the one that goes through all the turmoil, all the things, all the yeah. randoms, and Jerry, know, and Jerry breaks even. Jerry just stays pretty much even through the whole thing, you know. There's you know he has his you know he has his, but like as far as dynamic characters. George is far more dynamic and interesting exactly. than Definitely. Jerry. Yeah, and Jerry is a very. Interesting. I love, yeah. I love the kind of and this is. This might just be in my own head, but it's kind of like an ultimate battle over the whole show. That there's just sometimes there's little episodes of George being gay, <laughs> like, <laughs> those, those like with season that. three, episode yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, there's um, little moments. What's the one where he gets the massage? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, because he he's, he says it moved and then he's scared and like yeah. gets terrified. But Jerry also had a massage at the start of the episode. And the girl, he said something about this kid getting kidnapped in yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, out the massage therapist. And yeah. she just, like, won't see him. And then uh-huh. he sees him at the office, and then his 
Dennis Frank gets Tim Watley. We know Tim, Tim Watley. Tim Watley, yeah, yeah. Who eventually becomes uh oh gosh, if I hadn't thought if I hadn't tried to think about it, I'd come up with it. Walter White. Off of Breaking Bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That is. I saw him on something. He was on the King of Queens one time. Have you ever seen that? Everyone loves Raymond King of Queens, any of that? Uh no, no, I haven't. I've seen oh, I've seen random episodes, I've never like followed this yeah, Check that out. And if I'm not mistaken, what was it? what other show did that Walter White guy play? What did, did he play in? Because they were talking about Oh, Malcolm in the Middle. I felt so. Yeah. I okay. All right. It's on. I think it's on Netflix. I mean, it's a good show too. It's a good, you know, bingeable show or whatever. But like, there's a theory that Walter White is the dad from uh, Malcolm in the Middle. And what oh, happens wow. is like he ends up divorcing his wife and Malcolm in the Middle. His kids grow up, and if something happens, and he goes into like Wissack or whatever, and ends up becoming. Uh, Becoming Walter White, becoming a drug dealer, whatever. Because in the in the in the Malcolm in the Middle show, he plays a very smart, nerdy, very you know uh, uh, introverted dad. You know who's not going to get in a fight, not going to do this kind of stuff. Like he is at the beginning of like he is at the beginning of Breaking Bad. You strike you strike me as the type of person who's big into superheroes. I, I, I am someone that's into action I am, movies. I am to an extent, but like it just depends. Like now, I mean, because with with the original, with the initial Avengers craze, you know, I was on board with it. Wanted to see what Endgame happened with, but like I've not watched any of the Spider Mans. I've not okay. watched any of the like Moon Knight or, that's, that's or Hawkeye. Or, I'm like, I ain't watched none of that stuff. The new Spider Man movie is an amazing movie, but I'm not a huge DC fan. Yeah. Like and I am Batman. all over this right now, telling everybody I've seen it. But the new Batman movie. I haven't watched it yet. It's on the HBO Batman, Max. It's on my list to watch. I watched it the other on HBO Max. Yeah. That is the single-handed greatest movie I've ever watched in my life. Right on. It is amazing. I've heard it's really good. Okay. Because it's less about the Christian Bale. Like you, you would think it's the Christian Bale movie because Robert Pattinson's playing him. Yeah. The Twilight guy. The, yeah. Yeah. You know, the guy from Harry Potter. So you wouldn't think, oh, it's kind of odd him playing a role where he's always beating people up yeah. and all that. But it's not as it's not as much really that good. he's really playing a role that he fits really well, good in, and it's yeah. I, I like it better because the Christian Bale movies was all about him just fighting right. the Joker, Bane, and you know, yeah. the other guys beating him up in all action. This one just it's really yeah. detective. I'm looking forward dark. to watching it. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a thriller than yeah. an action. Okay, I look forward to watching it because I, I know it's on HBO Max. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. Yet. That's great. Well, we are you know about time. I said you know you have an appointment. Yeah, you need to get to. But thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank yeah, you for being on. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Always always fun to come and chat. Yeah, yeah. The second recurring guest. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, check out our t-shirts on uh, the Instagram page. Follow us if you haven't already. And uh, going places. Uh, J.K., thanks again. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And uh, all right, we'll see you.